This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Jordy and Sam's Rural Road Trip. We asked Australians, what are the best rural towns throughout our country? Cessnock, Dubbo, Wagga Wagga, all shit holes, and we're going to visit them. <laughs> no, we're being positive. We're going to find the beauty that all the towns have to offer. From the public toilets to the dingy hotels. And all the nice people. And all the really soggy chips. I'll just do the intro. Welcome to another glorious episode of Geordie and Sam's Rural Road Trip. I know what you're thinking. You've missed us so much. Oh my God, we've missed you too. (laughs) (laughs) That was good energy. Thanks so much. It's all about the energy, Giordo. All right. We did take a short hiatus because I'm not sure if you've seen the news. We're having a baby. Woo! Please, please stop. Um, Please stop. Everyone stop. We're excited. You're excited. It's going to be great news all around. Apart from the fact you probably will have ginger hair, we'll face that hurdle when we get to it. Rangans have feelings to it. No, gingers do have souls. Remember that guy? Yeah, that's right. Can we get a clip of him? Surely. Can we use a little clip of him? And he's like, gingers do have souls. There it is. There's your clip. No, we'll love it even if it's a ginger. I love you. Even if it's a ginger, you can't say that. You can't. We're just having a bit of fun on the podcast. It's so good to be back. We've got a great episode for you today. We are back on the road. We're doing the Sunshine State. 
Because? We just moved up here. We had to cut the last little trip short. Sambo was feeling a bit crook. Um, it was sort of probably more important for us to prioritise your health rather than um, to keep pushing on with work. I was extremely unwell. Like, it was actually insane how unwell I, I was. I was, like, bedridden, throwing up all the time, nauseous, eating all the carbs in the whole entire world. I am feeling so much better now. The only thing is, sometimes I'll just randomly throw up. Like, I'm pretty good. My energy's coming back. <laughs> There's a few little fun triggers. There's coffee. Oh, smell uh, of coffee, can't handle it. What else? Sometimes my deodorant. No, but what actually happened the other day is Jordan and I were having a shower. Can you? It's not as sexy as it sounds, trust me. Unfortunately. And Jordan <laughs> blew his nose. And Oh, this was a good one. <laughs> and he had a booger on his nose still. I could not stop throwing up. I just was like, oh, Jordan, you got... And I was just like... Bleh, bleh threw up everywhere in the shower, like just chunder chunks everywhere. So apart from throwing up occasionally with certain triggers, I'm fine and we're back on the road. So should we get straight into it, Jordo? Yeah, we'll get straight into it. First stop was Bribey Island. Now, we will be honest with you, we did get a bit carried away in the sort of holiday fever. We spent more time hanging out on the beach, eating hot chips than we did actually sort of doing fun activities. So this episode is a two-parter. Today we're heading to Bribey Island. Bribey Island is approximately one hour and 20 minutes from Brisbane. Bribey offers the best of both worlds for beach lovers. Plenty of dock beaches for your very little friends and We love outrageous statements. We love them. Oh, yes. Yes. Are promoting their coffee shop. In our previous episode, you'll know that we we saw a sign, we're in the middle of nowhere, that said it was the best coffee outside of Italy. Now, we thought that was quite hilarious and we obviously <laughs> had to stop and try it out. I just think that you, it is unnecessary to make a claim like that. Like, people are going to stop anyway because there's a coffee shop in the middle of nowhere and people love coffee. It's probably the only coffee for about two hours. Everyone's stopping there regardless. Now, the main point we're trying to make here is, though, if you make a claim like this, expect to be audited. <laughs> Someone's got to call you out. And so that's why when we saw a sign saying best pies in Queensland, we pulled over straight away. How you doing? Hello, how are you? Too bad, I'm get you. Great question. What do you like? What do I like? Potato pie. The potato pie? It's delicious. Yeah, I'll grab one of those, please, matey. Potato pie sounds disgusting. Thank you, man. Thank you. Goodness, it's heavy. Feel the weight of that. Feel the heft of that. Oh. Uh, I'll pull over just here. They've charged me over $8 for a pie. As a tradie, I like to think of myself as a beef pie connoisseur. (laughs) I know what I'm looking for, right? Now, classically, if a bakery puts their pie in a silver tray, it means they don't trust their own pastry. Yeah, just as I expected. Soggy. Look how soft that is. Look at that. It's not crumbly. Soft. Okay, so straight away. Do you know what I like to see? 
Oh, it's actually got a little bit of sog. This one's been sitting in the Bay Marie for a while. But it's got a nice golden top. Take a bite of a jord. What do you think? Hang on, go get to the meat. Oh, he's taking another bite. Just tell us, Shorty, the suspense is killing me. Dude, that bottom is really soggy. Lots of sog. That's amazing that you picked that from a pin, tin. I know. Well done. Lots of sog, okay? Pastry, I'm giving a four out of ten. Oh, right? four out of ten, that's shocking. Doesn't taste, fa- it's like not amazing. You know when you taste pastry and you go, whoa, that's good. Not that good. The pastry's soggy. There's the gravy to meat ratio is heavy on the gravy. I, I know it sounds like I'm being picky, but when you make a claim, you can't make claims like that if you can't back it up. Correct. That's what we like to say. That's exactly right. We say that all the time, and we will call you out, beefies. We're waiting for fish and chips on Braby Island right now. Taking their sweet ass time, may I just say? There's yeah. so many people. It seems to be only one fish and chip shop on the whole island. That's <laughs> what it seems like because the whole town's turned up to this bloody crab shop, whatever it's called. And I can't I'm remember. Starving. I'm sitting here waiting for our food and I'm just having a scroll through Instagram, right? And something pops up. <laughs> I'll bring it up now, but basically it's a protest in the States where people are coming out to the streets with signs, banners, face paint, air horns. I love an air horn. Saying that birds are spies, right? What do you mean? I don't understand this. Show me this. I don't know what you mean. So here it is. Here it is. I've got the post now. What do you mean they're spies? So these people have gathered together. It's called the... Birds aren't real rally in New York City. <laughs> Birds aren't. <laughs> and you should see the caliber of the people that have come out of the suburbs here. Honestly, people need to get a different hobby. But they've come together, they've got their cowboy hats on, crazy hair, crazy sunglasses. One guy's carrying a banner that says, Birds aren't real. Um, so they government don't- surveillance drone. <laughs> Birds equal spies, right? And then. This big flock of birds has flown over the top of their their um, rally, and everyone's like giving them thumbs down. Birds aren't real. Birds are from the government. It's- so they don't. Think- <laughs> <laughs> some some parents have brought their kids and made them t-shirts that say "Bird watching goes two ways," and these poor little kids don't even know what they're talking about. They're too young to understand. So they don't think any birds are real? No, they think that all birds are spies designed by the government to watch what we're doing. Oh, that's <laughs> no, don't do this. Don't get on your conspiracy. Like, I love a lot of your theories, babe, but this one's too far gone. I don't agree. I definitely think birds are real. But I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're a government agency... And you want to know what some baddies are talking about? You can't quite get your little mitts in. Pretend you're a bird. AI can do so much these days. They can create people with real emotions. And they're even like, they've got genuine feelings. Uh, that's going to be the next part. Oh, God, the world, uh, I, can't, I can't deal with this. But anyway. The world's gone mad. The world's gone mad. I'm just saying that if you were curious to know what some baddies were talking about, couldn't get your little mitts in there. You're the FBI or the um, feds, you know, those serious guys. What are you going to do? 
put tracking devices on their cars? Yeah, sure, you can do that. Track their phones? Sure. But you want to be the eyes and the ears of their conversations? Birds, they're innocent. They're everywhere. They can fly wherever you want, George. I don't disagree with you. I'm sure there is a bird that's a spy somewhere. But not all birds are spies. What I'm thinking is I think that there are possibly some birds that are spies. Hmm. And what's happened is someone's discovered it. Now they think all birds are spies and they can't look at them the same anymore. I just feel like they're going to extensive efforts when all they need to do is just listen to us on our phones. They can hear us through our phones even when they're not on. Oh, we know that. If you don't know that, be careful with what you talk about. Yeah, put your phone in another room if you've got to talk about private stuff. Yeah, you know, like, I I don't trust it. Anytime you say something, I'll have a conversation, just minding my own business. I won't look anything up. I won't Google anything. I use DuckDuckGo anyway. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I do. I this people. podcast is going to get put into like the conspiracy theorists. <laughs> no, it won't. Section. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just think a little differently. Anyway, you tell me why when I say something just randomly in conversation, an ad comes up for it when I haven't even typed anything in. The, well, I these are known. These in. are known facts for a long time. That's not even a conspiracy I'm still upset theory. I, I'm upset about it. Yeah, George. you get really upset about it. I do. Like, just accept it's a thing that's happening and get on with it. We can't no. control it. No, it's rude. That's why. I'm <laughs> That's why I actually have, I've got an Optus brick phone that I call and text and that's all it can do. It doesn't do any Swifty You don't use it though, it just sits in our drawer. I want to get back, I need to get back to it to be honest. It's just, it's tricky when you're concerned about what happens if something funny happens and you don't have your phone. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I always think that. My brother would be like... Oh, Sam, you know, I was like, I'll leave my phone at home. I'm like, oh, what if something funny happens? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's funny. It's true. Anyway, what I'm saying is, yes, these protests, are, they're getting a bit carried away, but maybe they're not too... Where there's smoke, there's fire, Jord. That's what I always like to say. Every single day, something comes up on my news feed or something happens, and I honestly, I say to Jord, the world has honestly gone mad. We say it to each other all the time. And so that's why... I'd like to start my new segment called The World's Gone Mad. I made a sting just for you, Jordan. All right, ready? Go. The World's Gone Mad. No, 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 no. We're better than that, Sam. We're better. The World's Gone Mad. (laughs) It sounds so bad. I don't think we are better than that. That's No, we're not. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Our second stop is Kenilworth. Kenilworth has a population of just 300 people. It's a one hour and 51 minute drive from Brisbane and today's weather forecast is 21 degrees but overcast. So don't you worry about it. (laughs) We've just arrived in Kenilworth and I've been doing some research, right? Mm. There's a rumour that you can still find gold around Kenilworth. So Kenilworth is is an original sort of gold mining area. Okay. Does it have a sign for gold? Well, I've looked up where to find it, right? Yeah. 
There are abandoned gold mines aplenty in the region's west. First of all, aplenty is an annoying word. I know, aplenty. Just say there are lots. <laughs> <laughs> a pocket of shafts can be found near Kenilworth. Now, I thought shafts was a rude word for a peepee. Yeah, a pocket of shafts is. You could have found better way to word <laughs> that. But let's go and have a look. Okay, I found this ominous-looking dirt track off to the side. You're not just randomly driving up a dirt road. This looks like a sketchy road. I know, but think about it, right? Risk versus reward. If there is gold at the end of this road... You can't just drive up a random <laughs> road and expect to find gold. All right, fine. We'll keep going. Here we go. There's an information bay 500 metres on the left. Information, information, information. Oh, my God, there's so many people here. Oh, there's heaps of people. They're all looking as well. They look like kids. I'm sure we can just knock them over. This is a big sign with a big map. Why is there so many kids here? I feel uncomfortable. I feel like we might get bullied. Oh, I wonder if they've got any snacks in those bags. I'm starving. We're at the giant sign, information sign. It doesn't say anything about gold, George. Well, they're not going to put it on the the tourist information sign, are they? Gold is to be hunted, not given. The famous Jonathan Eureka said that. Okay, George. Okay, we're at the visitors' information centre, and is it any wonder that the brochure? where it says gold mining information is temporarily out of stock. Seems like a conspiracy to me. Something's up. I think we should ask the lady. Quick question. Was there ever um, gold mining in Kenilworth? Oh, yes, there was. There was? Yeah, I can see all those brochures there were temporarily out of stock. It said that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all right, though. We'll keep scratching around. There certainly was around here. I think as much in the uh, in the creeks as in gold mines. Oh, is that right? Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks very much. This is very quickly turned into... A true crime episode of our podcast. There is something up in Kenilworth and that lady at the information centre is in on it. I can guarantee you. You think they're trying to cover it up? They're covering it up. They've got the gold. And what I think also is I think you were onto something when you said that the gold mining brochures were out. What a coincidence. Yeah. You're telling me that not everyone else is looking for gold up here? You've got no brochures left, or have you taken them off the shelf? She's taken them off the yeah. shelves because she doesn't want you to find out where the X is on the map. Like all good episodes of a true crime podcast, we're finishing the whole episode and there's no conclusion, no one knows what happened, we're no closer to finding the victim or the criminal. That's the end of it. No one knows where the gold is. <laughs> this season we have partnered up with Flow State. You may remember from previous episodes that I may have mentioned Flow State Apparel a couple of times. I think we might have mentioned it. I can't remember. (laughs) Anyway, uh, basically, we were chatting with my mother, who is the owner, operator, executive designer, everything of Flow State. Executive designer, me squeezing. Well, there's only one staff member at Flow State. It's only her. It's only mum. She does everything, but executive designer. She's the CEO, everything. The brand itself embodies everything we're about. Not taking anything too seriously, that being yourself, that being life, that being anything. 
It's about having fun and being in that flow state, that moment in time where you're there, you're present, you're living in that moment. That's what flow state's about. And that's what we're trying to do. I don't know if you've noticed, we don't do much unless it's not fun. Not only do we believe in flow state, a brand, but also it's a family brand, being my mum's brand. So we back it. You know, we're all about starting things from scratch, chasing your dreams. If you have an idea, if you have a concept, make it happen. She also gives us free clothes. <laughs> yeah, correct. So we're going we're gonna to absolutely support her. We love her dearly. She supports us all the time. Now it's time for News of the Week. that time again. The juicy, juicy sound of paper. We love picking up local newspapers. We love finding out about the towns we're in. And, you know, I mean, I used to be a pin-up girl for my local paper. Are you doing this again? (laughs) (laughs) You are, aren't you? Yeah, you are. (laughs) I just didn't want you to forget. I was in the Narracourt paper once. Okay, about me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go. Back to the numero uno. (laughs) Okay, guys, we've got a story for you. (laughs) Nah, do you want to tell that story? Nah, don't worry about it. All right, sweet. So, <laughs> this story caught my eye straight away in the newspaper. There is a scarecrow festival happening just around the corner in the Sunshine Coast. This enjoyable scarecrow spotting is one of two festivals. The other one is the Maryvale Art Festival, hosted by the community. But... So basically what they do is they create scarecrows all throughout the land and people go scarecrow hunting. What? That's exactly right. What do you mean? So they make giant scarecrows and go look for them. Have a look at these pictures. They are ginormous scarecrows. There's a huge scarecrow in the middle of the land holding up. Oh, wow. It's huge. It's huge. I know. Like a story or two high. Correct. And this scarecrow is riding a motorbike but the motorbike's made of hay. <laughs> They're building their own scarecrows, pretending they can't find them, and then going, oh, look, there's a scarecrow. I want to go scarecrow hunting. No, we're not. No. I feel like that's a great idea. <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks so much. <laughs> no, you go. You go. I that, wanted... Are you recording? Yeah, we're recording. Was that your attempt, was it? This is why you saved the business part of things to me, Jordo. No. All right, all right, all right, guys, we've made it to the end. No, that's, see, that's what I did. <laughs> that was the joke. Oh. Guys, make sure you rate and subscribe. If you've enjoyed this, please give us five stars. If you didn't, don't rate it. That's like, it's just, that's just genuine, general manners. It is. It's just like, if you didn't like it, then just move on to the next true crime podcast. Hopefully they don't waste your time. Hopefully they have a conclusion. But they will. P.S. Teacher's pet. We know what happens. He's guilty. (laughs) I've just ruined it for everyone. Stay tuned for next episode. We're back. We're excited. And we're ready to get driving. I want to milk a cow. (laughs) Are we just randomly saying things we want? I want to, yeah. Now, what do you want to do next episode? Go to the scarecrow party. (laughs) It's not a scarecrow party. All right. Go and check out Sam's Candles. Um, and Sam's book, because that's what she normally says at this point anyway. It's all about mental health. Go to Believe.com by Sam Frost. Yeah, BelieveBySamFrost.com today. Oh, yeah, close. All right, guys. Stay tuned for next episode. Come on. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.